Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom chakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew. And this is old Wasted Wednesday bleeding into a throwdown Thursday. So let's go and get the party started up in this piece, man. First and foremost, you know his theme song. You know it's the Twitter Terminator. But speaking <laughs> of bombs getting dropped, I think this wrong kind of bomb got dropped last Thursday night. That, that that Colts Broncos debacle. As a matter of fact, I think that game was so heinous. You need a new theme song. I am sorry, Angela Lansbury. Murder she wrote. That was murder they wrote on Thursday Night Football because they murdered. They murdered that football game. Man, those Broncos fans were leaving before OT, dude. They said nope. They said we've seen enough. We getting the hell out of here, man. This is this is crap. <laughs> This is terrible. What does that lady say? Dis too much? And she's just shaking her head. Dis too much. <laughs> I'm just saying, they, they win. Ain't nobody got time for that. I'm out of here. <laughs> no. Full regulation was enough. Full regulation was enough. Man, we out. Nope. <laughs> We're out. We're out. Can't do it, man. Can't do it. My favorite part of that entire game, my favorite by far. The best part of that game was the post game, and it was Richard Sherman having like live real time therapy, getting getting all kinds of stuff out, dude. All kinds of stuff out. I mean, you just know because you think back to Marshawn Lynch, the Super Bowl, the bro. Russell Wilson pick. I mean, PTSD, man, dude, it's bro, real. bro, it's a real thing, bro. All he has to do is run the football like necessary criticism i'm not you know i've said enough criticism for him but god dang it run the dang ball like, learn. that's like me i mean he tried so hard not to drop some f-bombs and curse dude he was he was hot and bothered all the salt it was absolutely that was the best part of that entire entire oh, broadcast Lord. that was absolutely 100% glorious. Um, I don't have a lot of great notes from that game, but I, w I will say this. The Broncos are not right, and for all the hope, thinking about that as a good defense and a solid running game and all this, you bringing Russell Wilson in and blah, blah, blah. I mean, it is it is a shit show. You know, their record doesn't tell you how awful it's really been. Um, and I know, you know, Hines got knocked out of that game in the first quarter with gross motor instability, but it feels like the entire Denver Broncos team under Russell Wilson is gross motor instability. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it is, it is bad, dude. It is bad. I mean, it's fourth quarter, not nine to six, man. You got a third and four from the 13, 219 on the clock. Just burn. Run, the, man. Run the ball. ball. Run the ball. Nope. Russell Wilson throws into the end zone, and and Gilmore bags that pick. How are you trying to challenge oh, Stephon man. Gilmore? Why? 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 It's not even a smart play. It's not a. It's t a terrible decision. Run the ball to the two minute warning. Oh my kick God. the field goal. Force the Colts to have to beat you with the touchdown, which they're not going to do. Not likely. Not likely. Very unlikely. Oh. That was the first NFL game this season without an offensive touchdown by either team. At games that's the NFL back like twenty years, dude. Bro. Dude, there's people that got free Amazon Prime for a six months or something out of that debacle. You know, I mean that was that was so terrible. And the, uh, it, it's not only the pick, but then to follow that up where you have an opportunity. You know, after the Colts get that forty-eight yard field goal in overtime, they're up twelve nine. And the Broncos in the red zone is third and two from the six. Run now, the ball. Well, they did. Gordon got stuffed, but it's fourth and one. Kick they, the field goal. Well, you, you could have. 
Yeah. Should have. <laughs> Arguably. Dude, KJ Hamler is wide open as hell. Bro. Wide open as hell. And Russell Wilson's like, dupe the herder herder, the chicken in the basket. <laughs> yup, yup, yup. Actually, it was like, nope, nope, nope. Don't throw it, dude. Don't throw it to that guy. Who's he throw it to? Cortland Sutton. Who is covered? Cortland Sutton. Who's there again? Gilmore. Knocks the ball away from Sutton and game over. Yeah. I mean, that game was gross. Gross. I mean, Richard Sherman and KJ Hamler after that game were like, how? <laughs> yeah. How? How? Look, seven field goals, a dozen punts, 25 third down stops, four interceptions, and six fumbles. By the way, six and fumbles. And a partridge in a pear tree. Yeah, right. Uh, a partridge <laughs> in a pear tree. None of, <laughs> none of those fumbles were recovered by the, by the defenses. Like, what kind of crazy nonsense is that? I mean, it's talking about one sharding moment. Yeah. Bro, and you Disaster. know what we get tomorrow night? Oh. Commanders and Bears, baby. Yeah, Thursday night, <laughs> yeah, thir- Thursday night football this week. <laughs> and, and and the Bears are favored. That'll tell you how crap. You know, I know that's a betting. Oh, line. really? Yes. I, I saw it was a pick at the oh, last well, I saw. It's pro- the it, the money's probably moved it around, but yeah, uh, right. either way, I wouldn't put any money on that debacle. That's probably going to be another complete. I'll take the show. under. <laughs> yeah. Gross. Just I mean, absolutely I, I, gross. I'm not going to lie. Watching that game, it's almost like it was a commercial. It's like. Unisom not working for you. Has NyQuil lost its edge? Have we got the new sleep aid for you? Watch Broncos this Colts. Case. <laughs> what? What? Oh, and, and by the way, Broncos again in primetime on Monday night, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you got to stop putting them in primetime, man. Come on, man. When, when, when can we flex them out of this shit, dude? Take them off of Monday night football. <laughs> is run the football like <laughs> necessary criticism i'm not you know i've said enough criticism for him but god dang run the dang ball <laughs> you know he wants to go sam jackson with that flex the damn game <laughs> yes please even Broncos fans are like please he does man don't Shut sell the, the game out <laughs> get the fuck out my face with that shit <laughs> you gotta give me how though bro you gotta give me that one there you go how do you fuck that up? Pretty easily, apparently. Sherman already answered that question. That was that Run was the ball. That was a debacle, man. That was an awful, awful, awful football game. So that your intro really was just about how awful your team played and somehow got a win in an absolute dumpster fire. There's no game. way they should have won that game. That was that, I don't know. That, that was game, a gift. That felt like it. That game deserved a tie. It did, and I, I was laughing because I was going one, two, and two. You know, like yeah. we're gonna get two ties in a season. <laughs> I, you know, and and I I want to make this point real quick, and then let's get Randy in here. Mm-hmm. I felt like they were trying to win with style points, and style points don't get you squatting the NFL. No, no. like kick the field goal, go up six. Trust your defense to shut them down. Yep. Or kick the field goal, get the tie, or run the damn ball. Something. You know, like. Something. Yes, it's not Something glamorous. Else. Yes, it's not awesome. But guess what? A win's a win, bro. And then fix your problems while you win. Well, I don't know. I don't know how much they can salvage, you know, at this particular point, given what that, that team's looking like, the way that offensive line is playing, what, the way Matt Ryan looks. I, I don't know, man. It's it's going to be. Oh, rough. no, Coulter. 
terrible. I'm yeah. talking about the Broncos. Oh, the Broncos. No, I I think I think they're on the suck bucket train too, man. Like, well, losing Javante Williams for the year doesn't help them much. No, no, lots of things. It doesn't. Don't. No. But you've so had think, every I think effort. Would have made, I think you would have made the difference that game. Uh, Milton Gordon, he's definitely not an every down back anymore. He, not that he really ever was, but. He's had some good moments, although I didn't, I'm pretty sure there was uh, they were memeing that picture of uh, Gordon eyeballing Russell Wilson <laughs> like, on the sideline later in that game, dude. Like, <laughs> That's yeah, terrible. of course. The one game, it's like every game he doesn't look like Russell Wilson, but against the 49ers, I got to look like Russell Wilson. Fucking well, asshole. he saves it all for them, apparently. Seems so. Yeah, yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah, and, but wasn't that Shannon's, like an 11-10 game or something? Yeah, it was. And, it was fugly, too. And, Shannon, you're, 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 you're a little hot, so just, you know, if you could bring it down about 10%. Sure. All right. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and get Randy up in this piece, too, man. Why not? I've already burned my Angela Lansbury murder. She wrote, but God bless Randy. You get it. You get it. You get it two ways. Number one, oh giggity guys. Number one, you get it because the damn 49ers went ahead and ended Matt, Matt Rule's <laughs> coaching career in Carolina. By the way, can we say that he's been ruled out for the rest of the season? I see what you did there. Uh huh. Can, can, we, can, we, can we say that? Does that work? I, I think it works. It yeah. does work. <laughs> it does. <laughs> That's right. That's what you get. And the other thing you deserve the murder she wrote for is the Mets, who I'll give them at least at least they were one of the they won a game, which none of the other teams did. I mean, everybody else was two to donut, so at least they won a game. But um, Scherzer getting absolutely peppered and hammered, and just. I don't know. I don't know how else you look at the end of this end of the season for the Mets from the series with the Braves to the wild card round without just feeling like that was a flame out. I mean, they went one and five to finish that off. I mean, that is grotesque. Scherzer in game one gave up seven runs, four four home runs in a single game. That's only happened to one other starter one other time in MLB postseason history, dude. The I'm sure everybody knows this. Gene Thompson of the 1939 Reds. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I remember that. Yeah, yeah. That's, just, that's just common knowledge, right there. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> At least that was in the World Series. And then, then Musgrove, Joe Musgrove's, you know, dropping that one hitter on him. Buck Showalter <clears throat> sends out the umps to check these shiny ears. Um, but you know, I mean, the, I mean, at the end of the day, they got their ass handed to him, dude. Bro, bro, look, that was a hundred and one win team, right? Look, if you're gonna lose, it's supposed to be one and done, not one hundred and one and done. What the fuck? <laughs> Sorry, Randy. I've been sitting on that line for like a week. <laughs> How? What the hell, bro? What the hell, man? In the in in the series, they just they looked tired. They looked like they were just worn out. Like they had just. It was like they were at the end of their rope, and it, it's a shame that it had to happen. You know, had to happen that way. Um, but I mean, when Cohen came in, he did say, give me three years and I'll win us a World Series. And the fact that in year one, we're a 101-win team and made the playoffs, I'm not going to complain at the results he's gotten in just his first year. So I'm going to be patient with it. Uh, as far as Musgrove goes, part of the reason Showalter sent someone out there to check him is the fact that his ear was red and it was slick, so it would look kind of funky. Obviously, after the all of a sudden, magically, his ear was dry and clean after uh, the the ump looked away. But 
the reason being is that during the year, Musgrove had been only been topping out at like 92 miles an hour mm-hmm. on his fastball, and he was hitting 95 or better this game. So there was a little extra pepper there. Now, honestly, I could easily contribute it to adrenaline, but it, it did seem kind of sus in that respect because just because of that. I'm not going to point any fingers. I'm not going to accuse anybody, but it, I mean, it's possible that he was doing something a little extra, but yeah. at this point, it's, well, it's over. He, he it's, was throwing a little extra. Cause I mean, that's the one hitter. Yeah. Peace out. But yeah, that's what and I'm, and Mark and I talked about it a little bit and it's like, it's possible just because all season long, he's not hitting those speeds, but all of a sudden this one game magically, he's throwing that much, Magic. that much harder. It, that's not exactly easy to do, but it's a, it's it's done. It's over. It's in the books. Uh, you know, on to the next. You know, fuck the NL at this point. Go Guardians. I don't care. Hey, look, just like, look, like that series against the Padres. Only one one of three, right? You're here. <laughs> no Matt. No Mark. How about that, y'all? Congr- huh. Congratulations, y'all played yourselves. One oh one and done, bro. The I was hell? waiting for the. I was waiting for the like the ultimate Matt rant where he's like, "Trade everybody, fuck this guy, fire him, get rid of this bum, blah 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 blah." But it never came, so I was like, "Well, that's a first. <laughs> What's he gonna say at this point, man? I talk- this is Matt we're talking about. He'd find something to say. Yeah, he complains a lot. He complains a lot. <laughs> I'm just going to say this. I'm shocked that D-Stat did not show up tonight and Matt did not show up tonight to talk Giants-Packers. Well, you figure, if nothing else, that, that Mark would want to uh, celebrate that the victory at, and, you know, at the London Lambeau. Right. Victora! Yeah, Victora. We'll get to that game. Yeah, but Mark, Mark's been pretty low-key. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't have enough pep in his stuff. He, he, maybe he needs to rub whatever, you know, Hargrove had in his ears on his own. <laughs> not 100% maybe. sure. Little, little ghost pepper? Yeah, a little, little ghost pepper. Yeah, man. Get on that. Get on that, bro. Uh, by the way, I, I will say I enjoyed uh, the Astros giving a little comeback payback to the Mariners. Uh, down 7-3 at one point. Um, and then getting a three-run uh, walk-off home run to win 8-7. to seven. Man, that crowd went absolutely apeshit. Oh, which, dude, that was a bomb and a half. Which, I mean, quite frankly, they, they should have because it was filthy. It was ridiculous. Uh, I love this clip from that game. <laughs> dude, there's nothing like I mean... The- the roar of the crowd, man. Bro, you, you think NFL stadiums get loud? That was ridiculous. Yeah, that was that was obscene. That was obscene. If so, you weren't at that game, you knew about that game just from that crowd. Yeah, I mean that's. But I mean that once that once that that crack of that bat on that thing, man, you knew. Oh, it was gone. You, you knew. could just tell by the sound of the crack. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was that was intense. That was intense. Who was that dude that thought he hit a home? Oh, was, oh Josh Donaldson. Donaldson. He, yes. <laughs> He could not tell by the crack of his bat. <laughs> I don't know how many times I've seen a ball like bounce off the wall and come back in. That was great. That was great. Then him getting thrown out. Womp womp. Eh, Yankees still won, but that that was very funny to me. That was an absolute riot. So I gotta run it that. out, bro. I know. Gotta leg that thing out, man, for sure. Not I w- rub it out. You gotta run it out. <laughs> well, 
you get thrown out like that, you got time to dug out to rub one out, I suppose. <laughs> so what, what I will ask you is this. Are we far enough past the cheating scandal that the Astros could troll, like, everybody and totally crank up this song? Could they, could they do that? Could they? Could they? Could nah, they? Could it's they, too soon. It's too soon. Could they, I tell you what, though, if they play the Yankees and they're about ready to eliminate them, then they drop that song. That would be so. Hilarious. I mean, people would be like, "What the fuck, y'all?" But that would be funny. That would be like the ultimate middle finger. Dude. That that'd be a hell of a troll job. Let's just put it this way: if that happens, then we all know someone listens to the sports brew over there in Houston. Yeah, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe. Other thing, by the way, uh, <laughs> I don't have any hate for the Blue Jays, but I couldn't help myself when I was writing a couple of notes, thinking back to just a little bit of a rewind. And again, we're not going to uh, drill down super super deep with some of the some of the stuff, but a few things worth mentioning. Seattle, uh, the Mariners were down eight one in the fifth. Uh, they were down nine five in the eighth, and they still came back to win that game versus Toronto. And bro, sorry man. Toronto, y'all couldn't shut the shut down the border this time around, man. <laughs> y'all were just oh. y'all were, y'all were just y'all couldn't shut nothing. <laughs> y'all couldn't shut the game down. Couldn't shut the border down. I you, mean, even but, Dirk said to do it, and they still couldn't. Do yeah, it. but you know what? You y'all shut your season down. Peace out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Sorry, That's cold, bro. Sorry, y'all. Oh Spoken like a true Yankees fan to a, a division rival. Little ghost pepper on that burn there, bro. Yeah, why not? Why not? Woo! <laughs> Woo. Uh, I didn't look at the. Uh, the I think the Padres and the Dodgers game is still active while we're recording, right? Uh, Padres officially won. Oh well, never mind. So, so it's series is tied. Look at that, one one, good. Any kind of thoughts on just the current, uh, the current round? Any kind of takeaways or impressions? I mean, it's still early, but I mean, you know, the games are going to go quickly. Like it feels like it was like really great to get to the wild card, and then poof, wild card was over. You know what I mean? Like, well, bam, boom. So, before we go forward, uh-huh. um, you know, tip of the cap, and if you want to hit uh, boys to mid of the road for Pujols and Yachty, uh, that was, dude. One bad, one bad inning cost the Cardinals. You know, it's like you're up two to nothing in the in the top of the ninth, and you give up a six spot to the Phillies. And until tonight, the Phillies hadn't slowed down. Yeah, um, but let's see. Entering, let's see that there was a point the Cardinals were ninety three and zero in their playoff history when leading by two plus runs heading into the ninth. Thanks to the Phillies, they're now ninety three and one. After that particular game, that was game one, I think. And the second game was, I think the Phillies just took it to them. Yeah, no, I look, I mean, really, the regular season and, and the getting over 700, I mean, there, there was a lot of stuff to appreciate for Pujols and the, and the Cardinals um, for how the season kind of happened. But I guess we can, it's safe to say a, a deep playoff run was not in the cards. Dang. For <laughs> I mean, I, I would say it's too soon, but that's actually pretty damn good. Bro. I, I mean, you know, what are, what are you going to do? <laughs> oh, man. Nah, I mean, it is it. It is what it is. I, I'm glad Pujols got over 700. I mean, yeah. you know, our generation, we, we wanted someone who was clean that would get over 700. And 
don't know. He he could play another year if he wanted to, but he's like, I'm good. Like, there's no need for him to come back. Like, no, he got his he had his moment. He wasn't like struggling at the end. Like he went to the All Star game, remembered who he was, got hot the second yeah. half of the year, carried him to the playoffs, and unfortunately, the pitching couldn't get you over the hump. Nope. There you go. It took me a minute to find it in the in the playlist. It's been a while yeah. since we've done a little end of the road. Yeah, it's usually the end of the college basketball season. Mm-hmm. Plus, yeah, um, you know, uh, salute. Salute. Albert Pujols and Yadier Molina. There you go. Two all-timers. Mm-hmm. Don't the uh, don't uh, don't the Dodgers have some astronomically ridiculous record against the Padres? Like this this year, it, it's some obscene imbalance where they've just beaten the crap out of them. Bro, they won 111 games. They got an obscene. Well, yeah, I mean that's uh, to be to, to be fair that 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 is true. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> it's an imbalance with everybody. Your LA Dodgers. <laughs> hey, right? on the bright side, Mister and Missus Met will be free to play the trumpets for different people at other games. Oh. Like, they can go do it at birthday parties. Can, <laughs> well, I mean, look, and, and we already have the sheet music for them. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> that one i gotta remember that that was That's great good. I'm, yeah. I'm disappointed mark and, and matt weren't here for that one mm. my gosh i think d state would have appreciated that one. <laughs> woody woody i don't know, I, I don't know oh either. man who knows <laughs> oh so out of curiosity are, are you kind of vibing any any uh i don't know any upsets or any whatever at this point, MLB wise, MLB wise, obviously. What about you, Randy? I'll give you first dibs on this one. Honestly, I don't know just because even though, yeah, we're into the division series, it's really early. Now, granted, the fact that with the NL series, they're both, you know, they're both, they're tied at one and one. Right. So it feels like it go either way. Could the Padres pull off the upset? Sure. But, Honestly, I feel like I really do feel it's going to end up being Dodgers Braves just because those teams have been playing so well for so long and they're they got hot at the right time. Right. Uh, as for the American League, it's only one game in, so we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, that's really all I can say for that one. I mean, we kind of want to see Yankees Astros, right? That's kind of yeah. like the the grudge game, the grudge series. Like they don't really like each other too much and. <laughs> There's some, there, as Taylor Swift would say, there's some bad blood there. Yeah, there, there, there is, there is. Hey, bring them all on. Just get past the Guardians first. Get that squared away. Although yeah, I don't if, think I don't think Rocket and Drax will let that happen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little Marvel humor for the nerds. <sighs> Who said Mister Mrs. Met could come on the show? Damn it. <laughs> 
<laughs> they got to practice, man. They do. They, do. they got to they gotta stay right. sharp. Talking about practice. We talk about practice, we man. We talk about practice. We talk about practice. Let me, let me close out of this baseball stuff. <laughs> oh, man. What a debacle. By the way, it was nice to watch a college football game this weekend without Aaron Judge's at-bats being come into the game. What? So. Those exist? What are you talking about? Come on. Although it was South Carolina whooping Kentucky's ass. So. <laughs> They're going to have to find something else to cut in. Maybe what they can do is they can just cut in with, with Richard Sherman. Like, learn my mistake. Can you run the dang ball? <laughs> yeah, Shannon. Run the dang ball. Run That's the- all we could do, bro. <laughs> run the dang we, ball. We had our backup quarterback oh. in who can't throw the dang ball. Oh, my God. So we had to run the dang ball. Had to run the dang ball, man. Maybe we'll get, uh, you know, live Devontae Adams push the, push the rando media dude cut-ins. Maybe that's what we'll get. They'll find something to cut in with. I just don't know what. I mean, that's salt and pepper right there, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Actually, it was more like ludicrous, but you know what? I'll... <laughs> I'll... Both are acceptable answers. <laughs> I mean, look, man. I, wa- I already watched that video today. Adams is wrong, but like I watched the guy fall. There's no whiplash there. And that's not even the point. It, you know, I mean, it, is he chasing a payday? Maybe. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, I think. You know, I mean, that's one of those things that's really hard. If somebody's like, "Well, you know, I have headaches. I got this." La la la. I mean, uh, I like Devonte, right? And it's not like he has some heinous track record of you know awful things. He's he's not even in the same you know <laughs> like. It's not the same zip code, not the same state, not the same country as like some asshole like AB. All right, but that was a bad look. Um, I've watched the replay several times, and the, I, I think what gets me every time. I know he's coming off a very emotional end of game with uh, that tough break on the catch being overturned, and then that last route. I think it was Hunter Renfro, right? Um, yeah, and they, and they ran into each other, and that—I mean—that was terrible. <laughs> And I mean the Raiders pretty much choked that choked that game away. I mean it, to be up seventeen nothing, and then to lose that damn game, particularly after Pick they the extra well, point. Yeah, you factor that in. I mean they had a whole bunch of stuff. All right, they had a whole bunch of stuff kind of work against them. And Kansas City <laughs> got hot. Kansas City got momentum. I mean tra- Kelsey was an absolute just touchdown monster. Um, and you dude. Also- didn't that remind you of the Jerome Bettis yes. line from back in the yes. day? I said that to Whitfield. You know, the five for negative three or yeah. five for negative one and three touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Kelsey seven for twenty-five and four touchdowns. I was like, I mean, win my fantasy game this week, dude. I, I don't know if you saw it, but uh, Kelsey had a tweet where he says, uh, "Al Bundy has been my role model since I was a kid." <laughs> And they got a picture of Al Bundy. I guess somebody tweeted yes. at him. Al Bundy, four touchdowns in a single game. Godlike. <laughs> I thought that was great, man. That was a Although great. technically, Taysom Hill could, Hill could say the same thing. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, as far as, uh, well, again, we'll, we're bouncing around a little bit in this particular game. But you, you also had that Chris Jones strip sack that got wiped out by a terrible rough in the passer call. And this has been, I mean, it was a theme over the course of the weekend where you, you clearly have 
uh, you know, pushback. This is post Tua with that injury, the way that that played out. There's clearly an overcorrection, and every year there's something in the NFL that they that they kind of, you know, gets out of balance and they over officiate it, and then it kind of they tamp it down and then they ease back up a little bit. I hope they ease up a little bit on this roughing the passer stuff when we get to this coming weekend. I don't know how long they're going to try to drive this point home, but in particular, what feels very egregious about the Chris Jones strip sack is that it—it it was a fumble, dude. Right? He got that. But he—he he got that ball out of there. He—that man gets a strip sack, fumble, recovers it, and is getting up to celebrate. And they're like, "Flag!" You know? I mean, that is awful. That—that's awful. That's well, a- and then their explanation for it is because it's similar to um, what happens on a play with an interception. Ba- that's what, how they described it. As since the play was still going on when it happened, it the the penalty counts and it offsets the turnover. Yeah, I, I know. So, I mean, just... but it, <laughs> he's it's, holding he's holding the ball, getting flagged for roughing the passer, man. I don't. I, mean, I don't know what. I that... mean, that's just that's the thing. It's that's all this week. This week felt like it was. You have quarterbacks who don't get protected because they're not superstars, but the superstar quarterbacks, or it's like the finger poke and doom. You, dude walks up to him, just touches him. That dude drops well, on the ground, could fake it and just be like, oh, rough in the basket. I don't know. I, I think some of that is is the way the highlight packages are, and the people that the media gravitate towards with the stories. I, we'd have to look at like legitimate trend data as far as some of the some of the some of the elite guys i mean do the name guys do the elite people get better calls of course they did i'm not saying they're all operating under the jordan rules you know like back in the day uh but if you're an established guy a superstar guy the league certainly wants to protect them i mean look who was that dude playing quarterback for the dolphins cuz two was out bridgewater got knocked out like uh, Thompson, somebody t- Skylar Thompson or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, nobody's buying a ticket to go see that dude play. I mean, his family, right? But I mean, who's like, man, I can't wait to see Thompson. It's just, it's not there, dude. So no. I mean, we understand the the role of the quarterbacks, the faces of the league. We we totally get that, right? So I I understand the intent, but at some point you're watching these games and you're like, come on, dude. <laughs> Like, come on, man. And if part of it is an emphasis on how they tackle them or how they throw them down, it's a little extra pepper. But, like, that to me seems to be the argument with, like, the Brady one is I think Boger described it as he unnecessarily threw him to the ground where instead of just tackling and going down, you know, and I I don't know what the answer is uh, other than we're not there yet, you know. Because uh, they don't, they just don't feel right. And I'm, I'm not necessarily going to go the Troy Aikman, you know, route and talk about uh, take the dresses off. I, I'm not going down that path. Ooh, he got pilloried for that comment. Great day, but it, it is football. There is collision. There is violence, and I, you know, it's one of those things. I feel like it's the old uh, Supreme Court pornography. You can't always define it, but you know, you you know it when you see it, right? Or what was it that Peter King used to like to say? If you you go talk to ten drunks in a bar. Um, I think that was one of the things he used to like to talk about with a call. They just don't feel legitimate, right? And it's imbalanced because there are some people getting tattooed that they don't get the flag, and other people get hit, but not to a level that you'd go, oh, roughing the passer, and they do get the flag. It's, it's inconsistent. It's going to alter some games. I mean, it definitely altered the end of that Bucks falcons game. 
Yeah, because that took the ball because that was going to be a punting situation for the yes. Falcons to have a chance to win. Yeah, I think that was a third and five. So it gave it gave the Bucks a first down. They got one more first down at the end of the game. Ran ran the clock. Yeah, Falcons only had one timeout. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So I mean, they were screwed. And I don't know. The coach did his best to not get fined after the game. Oh yeah, he wanted to say a lot more in that post game presser. Mm-hmm. He did. He did. And uh, but, no, nobody would have been mad at him had he said more in the post game. No, because I think Arthur Blank would have said, "I got your back." Yeah, you'd like to you'd like to think that. So it it's tough. I, I you know I mean Randy used to complain so much. I, there I think there was one one game in particular where I want to say it was Drew Brees, and uh, yeah, I remember that game uh-huh. where basically Ahmad Brooks got the sack on him, but because the way. And it was a clean hit and because mm-hmm. he got the arm right across the chest and the shoulders. But because Breeze's neck snapped a certain way, it made it look like it was a helmet-to-helmet contact. And it was just like pretty much brought it within field goal range. And they won the game on a fucking doink field goal, essentially. <laughs> I, was like, I was just not happy about By that. By the way, if the league is so worried about protecting quarterbacks, can they send some extra linemen to the Rams to help out over there? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Matt Stafford. Come out to the Colts, man. Damn. <laughs> Nah, fuck the Colts, y'all. <laughs> God dang. You know what? Although, if they send some lime into the Colts, I, they, they can only do that if the Colts put that flag up. We got <laughs> we got bonus lime from Roger Goodell. Boo-coo, doo-boo, doo. Oh, oh, they helped us inflate our they helped us inflate our line. <laughs> yeah. Although I mean, look, I mean the Rams got housed. What have they scored like nineteen points in two weeks? They're getting destroyed. Kudos to the Cowboys. We'll get to that game too. But uh, man, Stafford, Rams, man, y'all miss Whitworth. I'll tell you what, uh, and OBJ, okay. and OBJ. But if o- OBJ is smart, he's not going back there. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. No, I, I thought I saw a tweet where OB, OBJ was talking about how they lowballed him, mm-hmm. you know, with an offer. And I know they're going to say it's a negotiation, it's this, that. But that dude was instrumental in helping y'all get to the Super Bowl and then helping y'all have that big lead. You know what I mean? Setting up the early part of that game. Um, and he tore his AC on the process. I mean, if I was him, I'd maintain a little salt about that too, personally. So I think most of us thought he ended up being a really good fit there. And it's a shame he you know, got injured in the Super Bowl, but I don't know if, if I'm him and they're, they're like, they, they don't, they got nothing given what they paid Robinson, who was just poopsville, uh, so far at this point, although maybe, he, maybe he'd be better if they could protect Stafford. I don't know. But uh, anyway, uh, long and short of it, if I'm OBJ, I don't think I'm going back to the Rams. I think I'd go Von Miller mode and just kind of hunt for my next location, you know? I mean, he's made a lot of money. I guess he could get one more big pay. I don't know. But if I'm him, I think I'd go into mercenary mode, at least for this year, and just try to get back on the field and try to cherry pick, you know, a team that I think is a legit contender and has a legit crack at a ring that needs, well, a, that needs a wide receiver. It's not going to be Buffalo. Know that. Well, I mean, by the time he comes back, they may need one. You never know. Well, that's true. That That is that is that's a factual statement, sir. That's, never that's legit. Know. Side note. Man, uh, Carolina, <laughs> y'all in for a rough go of it. Shut uh, it down. I don't know. Which they did. Yeah. I don't know if um, there's any traction to the McCaffrey trade rumors, but, uh, that, you know, they kept coming up with, like, you know, the Bills and the Panthers. And uh, McCaffrey in Buffalo, 
with that offense with Allen, man, that would be, mm. that dude would be deadly. So I don't know what it would cost, but I mean, if they're if they're legit all in, which I believe they are, there are years where you definitively have an absolute path. You can't control injuries. There's a lot of things that are beyond your control. But when your team is of that caliber and you have a quarterback like that and a home field advantage like that, you you push them in, man. You push them in. So that would be fun. That would be fun. So, but anywho, uh, we kind of got off track there. So my, my bad. We've jumped around a lot. I hope McCaffrey goes somewhere because I tell you what, the the way it looks in Carolina, man, they're gonna waste that dude. They're gonna waste that dude's best years, man. Mm-hmm. He's he's already got injury problems anyway. Uh, but him and Buffalo, now that that would be fun. Um, as far as Devontae, again, I you know I don't know what's gonna come of that. I mean, the dude obviously it's criminal charges. I I would like to think they settle that. You know. They settle that somehow, a little monetary, a little compensation there, which is probably what the dude wants. I would still say to you, I know it was an intense series of events and an intense moment, but you can't just, you can't blow people up like that. And whether or not the dude has whiplash or had a concussion, mild concussion, has headaches, whatever the case is, we can think it's bullshit. But unlike that dickhead protester that got tackled by Wagner, like I don't have any, I don't have any sympathy for that guy. You're a protester no. running the field. You shouldn't be there. Now I feel a little bit bad for that ten year old kid at the Bucks game that ran onto the field and got tackled, or however old that kid, little guy, um, that got blown on a extra point attempt. What are you doing running on the field on an extra point? The hell, man! That kid got blown up. So I, I feel bad for for that kid, right? But I don't feel bad for the protester. No. Right? I don't feel bad for the protester, but the, the mic dude or camera dude or whatever equipment he was carrying, look, I would imagine that generally speaking, all of these people that work these games know to stay the hell out of the way of the players, right? If they have a if they if they're going somewhere, get the hell out the way. So I doubt it was a malicious move. Hey, let me get in Devontae's way. I don't know all the particulars about that guy, right? Other than he got in his way and Devontae pushed pushed him and he pushed him hard. That wasn't a bump, right? Where, like Devontae's looking down, and I, people have been, well, you know, he got in his way, and he had every right to push him. And that's not a normal thing you do, right? No. You don't push people like that normally, right? You just don't. Again, I'm sure there's a lot of adrenaline. He's pissed about the end of the game. I understand all of that. But that was a hell of a push. And it's a credentialed member of the media, and you just you can't do that. Does the league have to revisit maybe some protocols? They may. Um, I don't think they've announced anything yet, but I would certainly expect a big fat fine, and I think there's a high probability he gets suspended for a game. I don't know if it'd be more than that. Maybe he doesn't get suspended at all, but I, I, I absolutely believe it has to be on the table. Fine, absolutely, and a, at least a small suspension has to be on the table. Whether they pull the trigger on that, we'll see. Uh, but you, you can't go beating up, you know, inadvertently, accidentally. You can't you can't do it the way that he did it. And I know he apologized, but the thing is, when he blew that dude up and, and pushed him down, he didn't stop. He didn't stop to be like, oh, hey, let me help you up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it feels very different. Had he, had he pushed him and, then was, and just put his hands up like, oh, my bad, and then helped him up, it has a whole different feel. He did none of that, right? Is the dude that walked in front of him partially at fault? 
Yes, he got in his way. Did he deserve to be pushed like that? No. Devontae has to own that, right? It's a bad, it's an unfortunate situation, but he pushed the shit out that guy. It's a bad look. It's, it's really it's, bad look. It's a terrible look. It was, I mean, you're t- Monday Night Football, everybody under the sun saw that yeah. or saw it retweeted, and we've seen multiple angles of it. You know, I like Devontae a ton. Um, you know, I don't, I don't think he's, I don't think he's a bad guy. I think that was a bad moment for a pretty good dude. You know what I mean? But it was still yeah. a bad moment, and you got to own that. And uh, as crappy as the end of that game was for them, you just can't. You just can't. So unfortunate, but big fine at minimum. At well, and I, minimum. And I think for I think for Devonte, it's just he's not used to losing. He's not used to having these types of moments. So this is a new experience for him. He's having to adjust to the fact that he doesn't have Aaron Rodgers throwing to him anymore, that he doesn't have a team that's going to pretty much win the division every single year, practically. It's, it's a very new thing for him. So the frustration clearly is real. And you're right, though. There was no excuse for doing that. Um, obviously, the Mike dude... Obviously, just got through watching Friday because he was like, my neck, my back, my, <laughs> my neck, neck and my back, my neck, my back, my neck and my back. <laughs> but any, any smart, sane person would have been like, that dude looks pissed. I need to just kind of let him get by me. Uh, instead, he got right in his face and he got run over. And yes, he he went, you know, he fell on his ass. But like Shannon said, he it's not like he really... No whiplash, no anything like that. You didn't see yeah. his head on anything. No. So it's like it's. I feel it, bad that it happened, and Devontae's clearly in the wrong. But I just think this dude's looking for a payday. May, he might be. He might be. But uh, we'll see what his motivations are. But I mean, <sighs> at, at this point, Devontae's been charged with assault. I think at the end of the day, again, it's it's a bad moment. Um, it's an unfortunate bad moment after a tough, tough, tough loss. I'm sure if he could rewind, he would completely change how that went. And, um, you know, the media member bears some responsibility for being in the wrong, wrong spot at that particular time. I don't know whatever they call it, but generally speaking, I would think that the players, you know, the, the players in a, in a situation like that, the players always have right of way. I don't know how else you would describe it. You know what I'm saying? Like the players have the right of way to get to the tunnel, get off the field, go where, you know what, you know what I mean? Like they're the centerpiece of these events, not mm-hmm. some random cameraman. I didn't realize, however, that I didn't, I, I saw, I saw, I don't know. I don't know if one of y'all put it in the chat. Was it one of y'all that put it in there about Randy John, old big unit being a, an NFL photographer? Yeah, a I did. Sports photographer. Yeah. I had, I had no idea. Like I just happened to look on Twitter today and, it, they're like Randy Johnson was trending, and I'm like, why the hell is he trending? And they're like, he's an NFL photographer. And <laughs> someone wrote the question, well, what if Randy Johnson walked in front of Devontae Adams? And I'm sitting there going, um, what if Devontae Adams walked in front of Randy Johnson? Don't you remember the pigeon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Like, Devontae Adams would have been like, "Oh uh, shit!" Yeah, no. I don't remember how how tall was Big Unit. Was he six ten, six nine? Yeah, I don't six ten. Yeah, six ten. Kind of hard to miss him. Let's yeah, be honest. You're gonna you're gonna see that dude. Yeah, you're gonna see. But that yeah, dude. he's a, he's a professional photographer for the NFL now. We'll have to look up some of his pictures. I wonder if he. I wonder if he's bird. You know, bird hunting. You know what I mean? Like on the lookout for like. 
like like birds during a game. Like, oh, there's one in the stands. Maybe I can throw this ball at it real quick. Here, watch out. Um, I hope he covers. He's got to. He's got to be the Thanksgiving game, right? You got to. That would be need, amazing. That Randy Johnson has to like throw something at a turducken. Can they do that in John Madden's memory? Can he? <laughs> Can he blow up a turducken with a fastball or something? That would be sweet. Or just throw the turducken. Can he just like throw the legs off of that thing at somebody? <laughs> what? Well, that's where like uh, Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel or um, who's the other one? Stephen Colbert. One of those guys needs yeah. to be like, "Hey, Randy, come on to the show and let's you know do like back in the day when Letterman would throw like pumpkins off the top or yeah. they do some crazy stuff." <laughs> do one of those uh fun fun bits mm, mm, mm. that would be great yeah let me bounce around i almost feel like i need to grab another another beer by the way trevor noah's leaving the daily show mm. i'm he's got enough of a following he'll be fine he'll go do something I'm else sure or you know i wouldn't i wouldn't worry so much about that uh, side note, since we uh, did talk about uh, Rule, uh, that dude is owed like over $40 million. So somebody ran some numbers. I'm not going to double check the math here, but uh, just for fun. Something like 800000 a week he, or something. It, Matt Rule is going to make $834,000 a month for the next 48 months, courtesy of the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> what a life. <laughs> I mean, holy shit, dude. <laughs> Do you think out of spite he takes a job somewhere for like a dollar? Like, <laughs> why? Well, I'm not saying this year, right? You'd think he would just chill this year. And he'll probably be able to cherry pick a pretty nice college <clears throat> job if that's what he wants. You know, I mean, look, I, I would say Auburn's going to be in in need of a coach pretty soon. So, yeah, it wouldn't shock me if they came calling pretty quick. I mean, that team, as good as they see themselves and as much money as they yeah. have. Uh, we'll yeah. see. I, I, I think for somebody in, in rules position, he could always go the Peterson route and take a year. You know what I mean? Why um, not? I mean, do you it. can take two years, go chill with your kids, do some other stuff, whatever. It's fine. Re- refresh, you know, kind of cleanse yourself of the Panthers and Baker Mayfield and Sam and the ghosts of Sam Donald. Um, he lost 11 of his last 12 games, had an 11-27 record uh, in Carolina. It was terrible. God, it was terrible. But, you know, look, if you can't figure out your quarterback situation, you're not winning a bunch of games with P.J. Walker. Sam, Sam Darnold. <laughs> Although, to be fair, they were actually pretty decent early last year with Sam Darnold. They yeah. actually had a pretty strong start. Um, but once the wheels came off that bus, <laughs> that was it, bro. It's like once he got dinged up, that's kind of when things went to hell yeah, for them. Yeah, everything went to hell. They've never recovered. Never recovered. So, I mean, the 49ers hammered him for sure. 37-15 was the final on that. Uh, by the way, Randy, is there an update on Mosley? Did he? Did he? Is he? Torn ACL. It is a torn ACL? Okay. I thought I thought I saw that mm. they th- believed he had torn it, but that is confirmed, so he's done. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what's the update on Bosa, by the way? Um, he didn't practice uh, today, uh, mm. so it's he's so I'm assuming it's he's probably still up in the air. He probably, I would assume the to ensure he plays this weekend, he would probably need to at least practice some tomorrow or Friday. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's going to at least be questionable for now or a game time decision. Yeah, it, I mean it sucks, but the groin is definitely a pain in the ass thing. If you you know pull that when you're trying, that you get no drive and 
or anything when you're trying to push off and but that clear that defensive line didn't really miss him that much considering how many sacks they ended up getting that game so yeah. at least i think overall they got six <laughs> well so, if he needs a little bit of downtime and it's not like atlanta exactly has is burning everybody up with their passing game so no. <laughs> so no. i think if this would be the week to rest him because if memory serves me correctly after this week it's the rams again at this time in la well given so, their offensive line yeah I, I would save him for the rams game because that would be an extra special kind of knife in the back if they you know what i mean if he's back he's healthy because uh, dude rams are giving up some sacks bro mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that'll make that groin feel better teabag and stafford a couple times <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah it's it's frustrating to just be the walking wounded but <laughs> i know um, but the team the team's finding a way to win that defense is just feisty as hell uh, D'Amico Ryan's done a, fa- a fantastic, fantastic job as as the defensive coordinator this year. No this team, the team's really responding. To yeah, him, so. uh, I get the feeling Ryan's is going to get shortlisted. Whether you know what I mean? Um, he'll, yeah, he'll probably and he, get... and he intentionally just you know didn't do really any interviews last year because he wanted another year to really uh, get a feel for coaching and yeah. get that get this coordinator skills up. And it, that this team, like I said, this team responding. They. Done well with the guys they brought in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Javarius Ward's been a great shutdown corner. So, well, I mean, you know, uh, the Four Downers got some fight at them, and uh, I, I would imagine, barring something, either just the injuries really piling up on them. Obviously, at this point, if they lose Garoppolo, they're really hosed. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I think the team, I know, but I, I think overall, if I swear to you, it feels like the Four Downers just have a tough. Every year, they seem to have a lot of people get hurt. Like, every year. Uh, it's crazy to me. And it's weird seeing Tevin Coleman back there. <laughs> he, at least he, it's like, at least he knows the offense, knows yeah. the system, well, got, terminology, everything. So he just can just slide right in there like it's not a he problem. He did. He got two touchdowns. He did all right. Yep. He did all right. So, but but the 49ers are going to be, they're going to be in the mix. Late. I mean, it's going to take either a ton of injuries or no quarterback for them to not be in the thick of it at the end of the season you know I, th- I think they're a good enough team they weren't there yet with lance i think we all know that but they're they're gonna be all right carolina's probably uh, they're gonna be terrible pittsburgh's gonna be terrible dear god i think somebody uh, they were talking about the metrics and they said the uh the steelers had the highest i want to say they said the steelers had the highest probability of having the first pick overall in the draft so that's pretty wild <sighs> yeah that's some that they're they're gonna take it in the chin. I like the fight that that uh, Pickett has though, man. He he was getting into it with some people. I appreciate that. Yeah. But, but I mean, and now granted, I mean, I mean it was the Bills, dude. Thirty-eight-three. They got shellacked. I mean, Josh Allen, Josh Allen, his first half, fourteen to twenty-four, three hundred forty-eight yards, four touchdowns. Yeah, he had a pick, but whatever. Um, it was the second most pass yards. <laughs> by halftime of any quarterback since 1980. I, you know what I mean? They demolished them. Brady had 348 in 2020. Obviously, Allen did. And Mahomes had 359 in 2020. I mean, it was just filthy. That 98-yard touch, touchdown to, to, to Davis, filthy. That 62-yard touchdown to Davis where he ripped it away from Minka Fitzpatrick, Bruh. extra filthy. Uh, dude, yeah, that was impressive because I thought for sure that was picked. That was a Randy Moss stat line: three one seventy one, two touch, 
two touchdowns. Uh-huh. That was the yep. that, that was old Randy Moss line back in the day. It's crazy, crazy. Kenny Pickett, man, trial by fire, bro. Thirty-five point loss, largest by the Steelers since nineteen eighty-nine. Chuck Noll was still coaching, bro. You weren't coaching for long after that, though. No, no, <laughs> no. But he was still there. But he was still there. But. I, you know, I like the fight. Kenny Pickett, I mean, you know, they, they almost got into some fisticuffs a couple of times for some hits. Um, I like Kenny Pickett get, getting back up and getting that dude's face. He said he thought he was going after his knee. And it was kind of a shit hit, but they got a lot of work to do, man. No TJ Watt. I don't believe, well, let me rephrase this. I think every game TJ Watt has missed for them, they've lost over the past couple of years. Yep. Every single one. So... I don't know. It's going to be tough sled in Steelers lane. I like Kenny Pickett. I hope that kid works out. But, ooh, y'all going to have a rough year. Great day. Great day. Rough year. All right, where's my my beer at? I think it's time to get a new one. Uh, This feels like a good time to take a pause. That's what I say. How are your beers looking, gentlemen? Low. Low? All right. Pretty much. Let's refill, do a salute o'clock, and then pound out the rest of this and then get the hell out of here. That sounds good to me. Woo. All right. Uh, keyword sports and brew. As always, you can find us on our home feed on Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, live burps.com, live sportscaster.com. Bless you, sir. I know. Bless you. Woo. Did you hear that frog in this in the office? I don't know what happened. It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> keyword sports and brew. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back and we'll pound out some other sports stuff and. Uh, we'll, we'll try to take it easy on Whitfield this week. <laughs> he got enough. He got enough of the business last week. Maybe. <laughs> plus we don't want to foul. Plus, <laughs> plus we, the business. <laughs> yeah. Plus we we don't want to send Lindy careening off the road. When you shared that with us, that, that was. Oh uh, yeah. I, I died laughing <laughs> when I read that. I thought that was so funny, dude. That's amazing. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> I, I will say I did think it was hilarious. I sent that picture to y'all of the the main vehicle that had what was the license plate? Likes to fap. Yes, oh, lo- yeah. lo- lo- <laughs> love to fap. And I think it's great that Whitfield said, "Is Lindy down here?" And see, I I had sent that same picture to Lindy before I put it in the sports through chat, and we were dying. Uh, Lenny just said, not mine. I guess Matt's out of luck if he ever moves up here. <laughs> so it was great. They, they're, they're on two totally separate threads. Same picture. They're both giving each other shit. It was absolutely fantastic. <laughs> Loved it. That was so funny, man. That was great. That was great. Oh, so, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Loves to fap. <laughs> uh, that would be a Whitfield plate, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Some people have only fans. Whitfield would have only fan. Like it would be singular, right? <laughs> only <laughs> fat. <laughs> only fat. <laughs> Whitfield's channel. <laughs> that. Well, he'd, he'd have. Oh, he could. You know what, Whitfield? We're going to suggest websites for you. Only fat and only fat. The Failhorn Fatties. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> his, his only fat page. <laughs> <laughs> Only fat. Damn, Mr. and Mrs. Matt again. I'll tell oh, you. Yeah. Well, they got to give them the oh. business too at this at this rate. Jesus. Yeah, right? Seriously. You said balls. Mm. Two chicks at the same time, man. 
Not on your channel, hombre. All right. Anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. Oh, Matt, we love you. Uh, you should have shown up for the podcast yet again. Lazy bastard. What the hell, man? Like, the rest of us can live without sleep? What's your deal? God. Anyway, we're the Sports Brew. We'll be back in just a moment. <laughs> All right. I had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes, water some trees. But you know the deal. You know the drill. That's just how it goes when we take a little break, man. Have to refresh our beverages and uh, lighten our bladders. Um, <laughs> anyway, let's do some salute clocks. I did make the joke earlier, but certainly Angela Lansbury, rest in peace. By the way, I know I I played the Murder, She Wrote theme. That woman has an absolutely incredible body of work. Mm -hmm. I mean, the number of movies, the number of shows, I mean, just the the stuff that she did. I mean, she had a enormously productive and phenomenally long active career. So, uh, if you look her up on IMDb or you look up her Wikipedia page, I mean, just it, just the amount of content she was involved in is absolutely incredible. What was so, it? Seventy plus years yeah. of her ninety six years of life, she was doing something. It's, yeah, because I, I think if I remember correctly, I think she lied about her age when she was sixteen to to do stuff. I mean, she. <laughs> I mean, like it, her the length of her career was just astounding. Just astounding. So, an incredible life. So, I'll raise this uh, El Segundo Steve Austin's Broken Skull IPA to Angela Lansbury. Mm. I'm going to follow that up in segment two with a Kindred Spirit Headspace. That's next on the list. That's kind of a... And I'm doing Tall Boys. It's pro- probably kind of a bold choice. But, that's okay. YOLO. <laughs> bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see how that works out for him. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I also have my uh, my absolute classic, the uh, the Jack and Coke. I haven't done as much of the Captain Morgan in a while. I've I've, I've been a little light on the rum for a bit, but I think that's because I've I've been doing more of the uh, Ron Zacapa, um on ice. I don't do a lot of I don't do mixers with that rum. Oh, that's uh, a good rum. Yeah, it's a wonderful rum. It's super good. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Zacapa. Uh, but I, I do love some Broken Skull. Um, Total Wine doesn't always have it, so when they when they do have it, I like to buy up a couple of four packs of it. I'd love it if it was a little bit cheaper. Thirteen ninety nine a four pack. I mean, I like the beer, but fourteen a four feels a little stiff uh, for what it is. But very tasty. And Kindred Spirits local um, Headspace is is very good. So not going to go wrong with that. I will say uh, since we're doing a salute o'clock, we also have to raise a glass uh, to the jury. That decided conspiracy theorist and absolute prick Alex Jones should pay nearly one billion in damages to the Sandy Hook families. Um, <laughs> I'm sure that will get whittled down or appealed or hammered. He's not going to end up paying a billion dollars, um, but to see that dude take it in the chin, hundred percent worth it. Because Shannon, I've said this to you and I'll say it on the podcast. Fuck that dude. Uh, what did Alex Trebek say, uh, Randy? Fuck him. <laughs> that is a hundred percent accurate. If anybody deserves that damn soundbite, it's that prick. Fuck him. <laughs> One billion dollars. Uh, I don't know what he'll have to pay, but he's 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 got <laughs> what? We both did the Doctor Evil. Oh, the Doctor Evil thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh Billion dollars. A billion dollars. Yeah, F that guy, man. Prick. 
Uh, we'll see what ends. I'm sure he's squirreled away some money hidden. I'm sure he's got hidden money oh, he's and whatever. Got but, a boatload, dude. Yeah, more he, than he's letting on. Oh, of course. Under, under his course. aluminum foil cap that yeah. he likes to wear. They they used to say he, like for his sponsors he got a shit ton. So I, it, it probably shot in the drum for him, but still. Well, I mean, a billion. That's a lot of money. But again, I'm sure that's going to get greatly reduced. But he's gonna he's gonna end up having to pay something. So, have at it, y'all. All right, Shannon, what you drinking, bro? So the irony is, is I also have a beer from Kindred Spirits. Hey, um, except it is their Oktoberfest. You do love an Oktoberfest. I do, and in the, in the spirit of Oktoberfest, I have the Hardywood Folk Festival or Folk Fest beer, Bavarian style lager. Mm. So. Uh, rolling deep in the uh, Oktoberfest tonight. There you go. Might as well How enjoy was it. that one this year? Because I remember you didn't like last year's Oktoberfest from Hardywood. Um, and that was Benny and the something. Not Benny and the Jets, but it was Benny and the something. And it that just tells you how much you liked it. <laughs> it. It just wasn't that good. Uh, this one is better. Mm. Still so. no headless horseman. No, it is not a headless horseman. But that one's not going to end up with SVB bad meats. No, it's not going to end. No. Now that Oktoberfest from Hardywood last year, there you go. That that definitely be, be, deserves the bad meats. <laughs> Randy, what you got, bro? Well, it's funny. Uh, part one, I started myself off with the uh, Broken Skull American Lager. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong. It's, it's pretty tasty. I, I mean, I do like the the IPA as well. And funny, mm-hmm. you, you know, Headspace is... Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. Headspace is probably my favorite IPA, and it's even the double Headspace is really good. I, I, I surprisingly, it's the one IPA that I can just be like, "Yep, I'll take it all night long." I actually found it. I found the Headspace to be like a little sweet. You know, it just has. And that's a, probably why yeah, I like it. It just has. A, it, <laughs> yeah, it just has a, a a little bit of a different vibe to it than some of the. It's just I, I don't know. I, I I drink so many that are so very bitter, and I tend to like the very dank. You know, yeah. very dank IPAs, but you know they they sit on the the problem is is, is just, just so much of hazy, 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 hazy. This mm-hmm. I've gotten I've gotten a little burned out on some of the hazies, so I've kind of like that's one of the things I like about the Broken Skull a lot. It's crisp. I mean, it's bitter, but it's crisp. You know, yeah. it's very clean beer. Uh, but the headspace is good. That that one is different enough that I, I just there's not a whole bunch of stuff that's like the headspace. So I I do enjoy that one. You're right. It's but, a good beer. But, but luckily, uh, I went digging in the fridge. I was like, mm-hmm. what do I got in here still stashed away? And Lord uh, Lord help me, I found Ooh. some Hardywood Bubby's Blackberry Cobbler that we stashed away in the fridge. Nice. So I'm enjoying one of those hey, for round two. My man. Had one of those last week. See? Oh, my I, God. Who the hell cares? My Wait, anniversary, dude. you fucking asshole. <laughs> Shut up, Griffin. <laughs> yeah, Griffin. <laughs> But uh, what's interesting is like this this iteration of the cob the blackberry cobbler they really mm-hmm. cut down on the sweetness because I remember like the first time they released oh it was really super God, sweet. Bro. This is has a tartness to it, so I think you might actually like this one compared yeah. to when you tried the blackberry cobbler the first time. How about that? Speaking of tart, Jacksonville fans, how are y'all doing? <laughs> Eating some ass against the Texas man. What on earth, dude? 
he kudos, fucked that up. Kudos, <laughs> kudos to Damian Pierce, man. That guy Whoa. had that guy had some tough runs. Woo! Not talking about the Fox News twenty eight dollar Taco Bell. No, no, Taco we're, we're not. Ta- we're not talking about the the Lamar Jackson, you know, tunnel clench. We're not talking about DK clench calf the other week on the cart on the shark. <laughs> um, but da- Damian Pierce, man, he he, he had some high caliber quality ass tough man runs. So kudos to Houston for grown picking, ass yeah, man, grown man. ass man NFL runs, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the Texans getting their first win of the season, um, and it's weird to me. Like the Jaguars are a team. I know they lost to Washington out of the gate. <laughs> At least Washington has one win. God bless. Um, <laughs> and it's weird. The Jaguars, excuse me, the Texans have owned the Jaguars eight straight, right? No, it's nine. Oh, it's nine. Nine, nine straight. Oh, shit. Yeah. You know, that's one of those things that's funny about football, right? Is is there are teams that legitimately aren't good teams, but for whatever reason, some of the division games with familiarity and some other stuff, it just throw it out the window. You know, throw the records out the window. It's just bizarre. But for Jacksonville, if you're really taking the next step, you can't do that. Thirteen to six? That's terrible. That's terrible, man. Awful. Jaguars had 422 yards. They had a turnover and two field goals and three trips inside the 20-yard line. Got to do better than that, friends. No. Can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> can't can't do it. We've had, we really had some fugly football this past weekend, didn't we? Uh-huh. We have had some gross. There's been some gross stuff. There's been some gross stuff for sure. Here, let me clear out. We talked about these games. Let me clear some of these things out. You know, it just makes me think, like, if we're seeing gross football now, you know, you think about like December, January timeframe and who's got the hosses in the backfield. And well, a lot of that's the crazy part. who's healthy, who stays healthy, who can get hot, stay hot. But this is the time of year where things just start clicking for teams. This is you would you know, think, well, the flip side of that. And you're right. The flip side is you start looking at teams and going, well, why haven't they figured it out yet? Right. Yeah. Like, what's the problem? And we mentioned this game, and it's indicative of a couple of things. I'm going to bring it up because this plays into your point, Randy. The Giants and the Packers. And first of all, credit to the Giants for for getting back in that game and come and you know and and getting the win, right? Kudos to them for doing it. I mean, the Packers were up 17 to three in the second quarter. Touchdown to Mercedes Lewis. 17 to yep. three, and I'm feeling pretty good at this point. I didn't feel as good later on in that game. <laughs> and that's because of the Bloody Marys. That's right. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> you know, Saquon popped off a big old run on a direct snap. as a 40-yard gain. Set up a second. That, that drive ends up setting up a second and goal. And Jones gave it to uh, Danny Dimes, gives it to Barkley. Barkley pitches it to Bellinger. And Bellinger takes it in for the score. It's 17 to 10. I still felt all right. Right? Later on in that game, fourth quarter, it's the 2013 Packers lead. You know, Saquon was out with a shoulder injury. Of course, he comes back in later. Uh, Jones is bleeding all over the place. But the Giants polished off a drive with a Brightwell touchdown run on second and goal. It's 20-20. to 20. I'm like, man, what the hell, dude? Come on, man. The Packers have a punt. It bounces off of a Giants player's arm. Right? It's there. It's ripe for the picking. They just need that that to go their way. It doesn't. They can't, they can't bring it in. The ball ends up going out of bounds. And Saquon's back in the game, dude. 
Giants ball. He pops off a big old gain to set up, set up the Giants here. The red zone, first and goal, direct snap. Yep, Saquon Barkley with the touchdown, 27-20. You know, it's just, it's tough, man. And and the the thing is, that, like, the Packers had opportunities late in that game. Obviously, at the end in particular, they're driving. And they got down into the red zone. They have a third and two from the six, right? And you see Rodgers and... Having whatever sideline conversation. I would have preferred a run right there, personally. Particularly since they showed some of this look against the Bucks, um, And I think the Giants keyed on that, man. So the Giants, uh, their DL bats the ball on on third and two. And then on fourth and two, they, they, they bat the ball again and deflect it into the air. You know? I, I don't like the play calls in that moment. Um, once is one thing. The second time, it's on you. And I can't help but think back to Richard Sherman. God dang it, run the dang ball! It was, it was right there. You you had a Thursday night lesson and you blew it, man. You blew it. How? How? You, have, you have a hammer in Dylan and you don't use it. Yeah, it, it's third and two, bro. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. You know, I mean, the Giants end up taking a safety... Um, and Rodgers does get a, you know, they get a last second Hail Mary attempt. He gets hit on that and that's wipes that out. But, um, kudos to the Giants for the eighth team to win this season after training about 14 plus points. But this is, this plays into your point, Randy, right? You think about what teams start to show and you, you start thinking about a couple of months down the road, right? Uh, but the Packers failed to score a second half touchdown for the third time in the last four games. That's not good. That's not good. And Rodgers has moments, and Matt and I were talking about this, where I don't know if he's frustrated or what, but he always it feels like when a game's not going their way, he has a couple of series where he just chucks the ball deep. You know, and then maybe he's looking for a PI, maybe, 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 you know, and it's not to say that there isn't a play there to be made, but they get, it's like he gets hyper-aggressive. You know, and it's weird to me. Because you can see it in a lot of games with him. Like they just have these series where he's just airmailing it down the field. And it's great quarterback. It's like there's know. no patience. But there's to me there's something there's something off with uh LaFleur and the play calling and situational awareness. And I'm not saying he's like like Staley with the Chargers, right? What in the hell was that pass play? What did it, what was it on? A fourth and two? Fourth and two in your own territory, a, under two minutes to go in the game, and you're up by two. Like, a, a minute, punt the damn ball. A minute, 14 yeah. seconds. Like, what are you doing? Keenan Allen, I mean, Keenan Allen, who was out, right? He tweeted, like, what WTF, like, right? And it's it, it's legitimate. What are you doing, bro? Like, why? Well, there, there's being <laughs> aggressive, and there's being fucking dumb. I mean, it's almost like you're trying to sabotage your team. Well, there's that. And before that, and let me go back to my notes here on mm-hmm. that game because Jacoby Brissett, bro, yeah. there was just a, what was it, three? Uh, he had a play where he it looked like he could have picked up a first down just running for it. Or you set your team up for an easy chip shot field Something. goal to take the lead in the Something. fourth quarter. Something. 
I mean, like it was a bad end zone interception. It was under three minutes to go. Yeah. Like the pass wasn't there, bro. Just tuck it, go, get what you can, do the slide, milk the clock, kick the field goal. It's it's old school extra point. Yeah. As long as your line does its job, you should be fine. I mean, somehow, some way, Stanley got lucky. Because Cade York missed. I mean, it's a 54 yard field goal. That was not a gimme. 11 seconds left. Not a gimme. Yeah, distance, though. That, he, that kid is not Justin Tucker, right? No, he's not. Not there. Not many but kids I mean, are. No. But I mean, Stanley got absolutely bailed out by the Browns kicker missing a kick. Because that, that wasn't. I mean, who, who in the hell does that? Can Bill Belichick send that dude like a study guide? I mean, Kyler, he, Mur- Kyler Murray's not using the study guy. He certainly don't know. I mean, he clearly. Don't, he didn't know when to damn slide. Look. But, I mean, good gracious, dude. Stanley's going to – that's the Bill, kind of crap. Look, the Chargers have a history of weird stuff. That's the kind of decision-making that's going to cost them a game here and a game there, right? I don't mind aggressiveness. I do mind stupidity, right? And cause It happened like, last season. It cost them a shot at the playoffs. Right, because you're like, do you have a feel for the game right now? <laughs> like, like, ball, bro. What are you doing? <laughs> You expect Jacoby Brissett to drive the field to beat you? Like, so Bill Belichick a number of years ago went for it on fourth and two in his own territory. Mm-hmm. Now, that was against Peyton freaking Manning. And the only reason they didn't win that game is because of the bobble, i.e., Devontae Adams this week. Yeah. Um, so they turned it over on downs, and Peyton DeReggie was like 15 seconds left in the game won the game on a Sunday night game. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people were crushing Belichick for it, and he's like, look, Peyton was on fire. Like, it didn't matter. Like, even if we punted the ball to him, he was going to just chuck it down the field and score the touchdown. So he went for the win. You know, stay, like hey, – Frank Frank's done it too. Bro – Bro, or at it, least at least it's Jacoby Brissett. Br- I know Brissett is not Peyton Manning. Punt no. the ball and trust your defense. I mean something, or have a different play there, right? I mean that does, I don't look. Austin Eckler was a machine. He had he had a, a 173 yards, scored two touchdowns. Man, give give him the chance to something, win the game. Something the those two teams combined for 908 yards, 53 first downs, and there were only three punts all in the first half. I mean, th- there was some wildness going on. So, again, I, I don't necessarily begrudge, you know, I, I understand the idea of going, well, let's seal this thing. But at the same token, it's a minute 14, dude. Punt the ball. Trust your defense. Right. Pin them deep. Pin them deep. It just it feels like a situa- situationally terrible, terrible idea. Because they short, they essentially short fielded it for the Browns, and again they they got lucky. They got lucky. They got very lucky that that dude missed a field goal. But if you punt it that long and you get the same result, then you're 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 gold. You know, like you, you don't think? give them that chance. Like give your defense a chance to win. Like it's it's like these coaches are afraid to give their defense a chance to win the game. Well, that's because they don't want to get a rough in the passer call that extends the game, and they, they, they you know what I'm saying? They're like, oh. I mean, look, if Grady Jarrett had had a pillow and a blanket there for Brady when he put him down, it wouldn't have been a roughing. Put put a mint on it. 
Carry I mean, some put a man on my look, pillow, bro. Daryl Green had Tootsie Rolls in the socks. The DLs, the lineman just got to have some mints tucked in and maybe bro. like a little mini- miniature pillow and go ahead and set it down, put a mint on there, like, and then blow them up. Did you just go Tootsie Roll? Oh, Come on Lord. now. You got to give me that. <laughs> you just went Tootsie Roll. I did. My man. I did. Oh, is that not in the playlist? What? Come on. What? Come on, man. Come on. How do you not have Tootsie Roll? <laughs> I just looked up Tootsie. Did I misspell it? It can't be. T-O-O-T-S-I-E. Well, that's how I spelled it. It's like toots, but with two O's. <laughs> toots. You're funny. Good Lord. <laughs> you just that, That's a Shannon problem, bro. What do you want? Dude, it's Todd Tooting. Toots. We call him Toots. No, I know. I know. I'm, look, I'm, I'm trying to look up Tootsie Roll. You know what? Why am I making this difficult? We're just going to... YouTube, bro. Tootsie Roll YouTube, man. You know what? Right. Mm-hmm. And watch him get an advertisement for Probably. 30 seconds. There you go. Ah. They spell it T-O-O-T-S-E-E. What? That's why I couldn't find it. Oh. Shannon's yeah, looking yeah. for the candy. They're just I like, know, now know. themselves differently. Tootsie. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Problem solved. It was in the sports group. I, I could have sworn that was in their playlist. I was like, I thought it yeah, was. It was. Damn. Was. See, you played my, that before. My dumbass can't spell right. Well, uh, that's yeah, yeah. Uh, what well, that, that that's an alcohol problem right there. <laughs> well, there's a lot of alcohol problems, but that's you know, besides the point. Uh, exactly. That is beside the point. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Let that roll for a minute, man. What, the Tootsie Roll? Yeah, man. Let that roll for a minute. <laughs> take, another oh. sip, take another sip of that headspace. There you go. Speaking of headspace. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> hey, here we go. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> no, it's all, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. It, 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 I will say it amazes me. With a lot of teams, like you know, mm-hmm. you're talking about Rodgers, not and then and I've seen and like I agree, there's games where he doesn't feel like Rodgers, and I've noticed that like last week when what they scored what not it was like he only had what 41 yards passing in the first half last week. Oh yeah, and then he the, had a terrible first half. And then this terrible. week, you know, it seemed like they got going, but yeah, it seemed like he was just trying to push the ball, push the ball, push the ball. Just very un-Rodgers like, and it, I don't know if he's because he's missing having great receivers or he surely frustrated. Well, I mean, not having or... Devonte hurts for sure. I mean, there's no doubt about that. I mean, yeah, that, that that's the thing for me. Like, and I'm with you, Justin. Like, he <laughs> take a little less money, keep your guy. Let well, I mean, keep De- on rolling. De- Devonte wanted to go. I mean, they they should have locked up Devonte earlier. I mean, you know, Devontae did his time there. He was ready to move on. It's what it is. I don't, he, was I don't, re- he was ready for that big payday, and they just weren't willing to pay up. Yeah, well, they, they missed the window. If they were going to extend him, yeah. they missed the window to do it, and maybe, you know, they hedged their bets, not sure what was going to happen with uh, Rodgers and some – I mean, it, it's what it is. But he's gone, and the thing is, either way, no matter how you slice it, not having a guy of Devontae's caliber in Green Bay hurts Green Bay. 
Yes, right? it hurts Devontae too. I mean, yeah, and and like, um, and this is a topic jump, but I was thinking about that Chiefs Raiders game, and it felt like in that game the Chiefs legitimately missed Tyreek Hill early. I mean, they yes. they ended up getting a win, but that was a game where it felt like watching it, you're like, this is a game they need Tyreek. Well, you know? and that, that they really got amped up when that bullshit roughing call happened. The crowd got into it. The crowd got was so into it that it just energized the Chiefs, and mm-hmm. that's all of a sudden they're back into it, and they're yep. just here they come. And so, and they even said in the press conference, yeah, it was it was the fans who got it, brought us back to life, and that's how we ended up pulling it out. In the oh, end. Th- that crowd was all kinds of loud. I mean, there's videos of people up in different sections of the stadium where the stadium's like just chanting like refs suck. I mean, they yeah. they were going at them. So there's a lot of things that worked into that, but just early on, it felt like that was a game where it was like, man, now they look like they missed Tyreek. Obviously, Kelsey made made up for that, so they they ended up being fine in the end. But you know, that was tough. Um, I will say as we get away from the, the Packers real quick, because we covered a lot of stuff. I think there's a lot of reasons for it, but you know, kind of going back to one of Randy's points about what teams look like and how they, you know, what are they going to be like in a couple of months. You know, the Packers have to figure out the second half thing, and whether that's play calling, execution, whatever it is, the the defense, which I think has a high ceiling, isn't consistent. The offense is clearly inconsistent, and there are times that I don't know whether it's a they're trying to be too cute, it's a lack of adjustments, whatever. But you can't lose the second half, right? You you just not you can't do that. Not, to not have a touchdown in the last, three, you know, in the second half of the last the three of the last four games, that's terrible. That's terrible. You're not. You're just. You're setting yourself up for disaster. That team is not. That defense is not. This is not like the Ravens back in the day, right? With Trent Dilfer, the defense is not that. You know, you're gonna have to put some points up, and so far, not consistent enough. And yeah, those receivers are young, but. Why are they not in moments where they can lean on Dylan and and Joe? I mean, what? Why are you not running the damn ball in in situations that make sense? You've shown the look of throwing on, on that RPO, so it's you know what I mean. Like the Giants had the defenders over there for that play for those batted balls. Yep, Shannon. Uh-oh. Shannon, you're right. Yep, I did. I said it. You got it. You said balls. That would have been a prime time to actually run the fucker. What so, the hell? What the hell, man? So it, it, it's crap. But I will say kudos to the, the Packers fans for going over there. I loved the tweets where they were like, they had pubs and they're like, we ran out of beer. <laughs> it was like, football fans, bro. You got legit from the Midwest Packers fans rolling up to London, man. Of course they drank all your beer. What'd you think was going to happen? <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. I'm all I, about that. You dude. know what? I, I didn't realize that was the Packers first international game. They, yeah. They were yeah, Rogers was like 12 years in this and I'm finally doing my first yeah. one. Um, they're the last NFL team to play an international game. The giants, I think have won three international games, uh, different stadiums each time, which is kind of a fascinating rando factoid. Um, I will say the Giants scored 17 unanswered points in the second half. Uh, good on them. It's, uh, it's their best start since 09, and they've already matched their win total from last season. So, day bowl, good work. 
That is a scrappy team. Yeah, look. And and, and they don't mind winning ugly, and no. sometimes that's what you got to do. Look, a win. Look, you want hit, you, you hit Broncos. Talk, I know, hit, hit Broncos. Look, they had back-to-back three and outs to start that game, and then, you know, they start, they scored on five consecutive possessions. They got better over the course of the game. Green Bay got worse. That, to me, if that happens consistently, some of it you can say you're getting out-hustled, but the Giants aren't done. This is not like the Chiefs or the Bills, right? The Giants have fight in them. I'll give them some respect. But you're getting, to me, you're getting out-coached and out-executed. You know, like one game is one thing, but over and over and over and over, it's not a good look, man. It's not a good look. It's not. They have a lot of work to do if they're going to be a viable playoff team. Uh, Because at the moment, mm mm-mm. I mean, the Packers have a couple weeks to kind of figure some stuff out because, I mean, they get the Jets. Now, granted, the Jets, the way the Jets are playing, it's definitely not a gimme, but you got the Jets and the Commanders next. But if they don't figure it out by the time they get done playing the Commanders, Buffalo, Detroit, and let's be honest, it's a division game, and Detroit is a feisty team. Dallas. they, They weren't against the Patriots, but... <laughs> well, let's be let's be honest. They can't be feisty every game, but then they have Dallas, Tennessee, and Philadelphia. That's uh, five straight games. That's yeah. their murderer's row on their schedule. And then they go play Chicago, which they should absolutely wipe the floor with them. Good. They but, got- but you when you look at the first five games the Packers have played, they lose to the the Vikings twenty three to seven. They own the Bears because. Rodgers owns the Bears. That's true. That's true. But the thing is, is the past three games, they beat Tampa Bay, but it's 14 to 12. And it's because Tampa Bay fucked up at the end. Um, Then you have the – then they win against the Patriots. Ugly Patriots win, but Over time, in overtime, but it's like Blaine Zappi's the quarterback. We have a problem here, folks. Hey, look, 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 look. Don't worry. Be Zappi. (laughs) Right? And and then you have this and then you have this loss to the Giants. I don't think too. we've ever played this song on the podcast. Have we? Probably, I don't think so. I don't think so. Don't this worry, be sappy. <laughs> but it's just the idea that with the Giants <laughs> in London, they had the Giants beat, and the Giants just clawed their way back in, and they, they just out physical them. I, that, and I think that's what we're seeing here. Is if a team gets overly physical with the Packers, and that's always been seems to be the case with them, they tend to eventually, as time as this, the game goes on, they kind of just get worn out by it. Look, and I, th- and I look, think that's what we saw here. Look, we know the answer to this equation. Jay, run the dang ball, like learn from your mistakes. I don't. Can somebody? You have me? an all-world running back, and then you have a hammer with Dylan, and yet you're focusing more on just trying to get the ball to your receivers. It's a bad decision, uh, man. It's a bad decision. And, and you know, they didn't get bailed out like Staley and <laughs> Staley with the Chargers, man. Come on, bro. Come and I will on, say man. for the Giants, it was actually, even though most people wouldn't think about it that way, the, the safety, that was actually a pretty brilliant call because at mm-hmm. least that way yeah. you get the free kick for field position. Yeah. Yeah. Burn some, uh, burn some clock. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's just – uh, strategically, Dable has done a good job, you know, and uh, I'm it's really just like I'm, I'm thinking with what he's done. Yeah, I'm thinking like to uh, Rivera driving the throwing Carson Wentz under the bus, driving the bus over him a couple of times. 
this past week. Then he backtracked. But the thing is, like, Ron, this isn't your first year there. No. Right? This isn't your first year there. You've built this team. Uh, look at what Dable has done. It's a new offense. It's a new everything, right? And Saquon's hell. I mean, Saquon being being right makes a huge difference. But the creativity and the situational awareness is very different. The in-game adjustments and changes over the, over, over the course of a game. Look, Dable's done a great job, right? Rivera has not. That staff has not. Yeah, they've been close on a lot of stuff. But again, better teams find ways to win. Marginal and mediocre teams find ways to lose. Right? You, you can have a bad game, and those things happen. But over the course of a season, over the long run, your legitimately good teams find ways to win and create and take advantage of opportunities. Some things are fluky. Some things are are good bounces, bad bounces, bad breaks. Good. I mean, whatever. There's fluky stuff in football. I get it. But good teams consistently find opportunity space and find ways to win. Washington is not a good team. They find ways to lose. And Green Bay, at the moment, this year, my concern is that they're finding ways to lose. That worries me. Right? Talked about their defense. Talked about their offensive run game. And I, again, I'm, I'm looking at Staley with the Chargers. That dude's trying to find ways to lose, man. Like, what the hell, bro? I mean, it's just there are times you got to be smarter with what the hell you're doing. Think about what the Cowboys have done. I mean, how many people were like, oh, Dak's hurt. They're effed. They're effed. You know what they've done? They've gone run heavy like a mofo. Now, Cooper Rush has had some nice throws, had some nice moments, right? He has. He has. He, he wasn't stat padding against the Rams. That was a bunch of defense and a bunch of running game. And doing your damn job at yeah. managing the game. Yes. And that, that's all there is to it. Like, why, you know, like Green Bay in that game in that second half, why you didn't run the hell out of Jones and Dylan? I don't know. Like, that, that's – like, I get that's December, January, look, but you got to get to that point look, first, bro. They were supposed to give us Saquad versus Quadzilla. Where was Quadzilla, bro? Come on, uh, man. He was at Dancing Kelp Brewery in the taps. <laughs> in the taps. Because that's, that's our uh, Belgian quad, Quadzilla. Right. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. What, were Mr. and Mrs. Met playing taps? Just, oh, no. Different song. Okay. Wrong kind of taps, bro. <laughs> so, I, I, I will say this appropriate for the way uh, the Packers played that second half. Yeah, yeah, it is. And it's painful, man. But, yeah, they, they look, and the Jets are another one of those teams that's, they got fight in them. I'm not saying the Jets are good. Well, and we but, knew eventually that team, the Jets would start taking on Salah's identity. So, remember, and he kept what, receipts. And that's what we're seeing. Remember that. He kept receipts. <laughs> but it's like we're seeing that with this team they're they're just they're coming out they're Did, playing hard they're not giving up and that's and that's clearly you know what you want to see out of a young team and a, and a, a coach who's trying to get his identity over did you really see surprised. did you see the highlight in the fourth quarter where the jets stripped uh they had a strip sack on skylar thompson who uh, the Dolphins' third-string quarterback. Ooh, they drafted. They, 
They drafted who? I who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> oh, is that what you want? Because I can give that to you. Oh, <laughs> I know I have it somewhere. Oh, wait. Skylar Thompson. They drafted who? <laughs> who the fuck is this? <laughs> this cocksucker might not even have a fucking green card. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, you motherfucker. <laughs> That's still like the best draft reaction guy like, ever. All, all time. Shannon's rea- reaction to Paris Campbell. I know. Yes. Um, but but the Jets defensive lineman, Quentin Williams. A rock you sin. I'm like, yeah, good lord. Dude. Um, Williams stiff arming the shit out of Tyreek. I don't know what Tyreek Hill is thinking trying to go up on that big boy DL. Oh, he stiff armed the shit out of Tyreek Hill, bro. <laughs> Send that dude flying. Man's in a walking boot. That's how you know he got fucked up. <laughs> That's that one of those words he put that sound bite in. The minute he hits with hits with that stiff arm, he's like, "Bitch!" And yeah. Just as he just hits the. Stiff I mean, that arm. almost deserves a Titanic treatment, right? <laughs> he sees a res- like a big time receiver. He's like, "Oh hell yeah, buddy!" <laughs> well, unlike on, uh, so here we go. Here we go. Where is it at? I know I have that song somewhere. Gotta find it though. <laughs> All right, so Tyreek Hill, right? Quentin Williams, that stiff arm. Unlike Whitfield's only FAP channel, at least somebody will go down. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Damn. Woo. (laughs) You know what? I just hope Whitfield's able to shake that one off. I really do. (laughs) Well... Shake it out or shake it up. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Bro! That's why he has no subscribers. They all say no. Only fap.com. No. There it is. Fap. Fap it off. Fap <laughs> 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 it off. Fap it off. <laughs> wow, that is so mean. Y'all are awful. <laughs> oh. Did Zoom kick y'all out? What happened? <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh, something happened. Oh, no, we lost everybody. All right, all right. Apparently, we had we had one fap too many. I lost the internet at the house, man. That was a, that was a full-on router reboot. <laughs> That's more like only crap. All of a- <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> Holy crap. All of a sudden, Randy was the captain on Zoom. Look at the hell, man. <laughs> well, it was funny because I made a joke and then there was just dead silence. Yeah, it was just dead air. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I'm like, well, I guess I'll just go fuck myself now because even Shannon didn't react because he was waiting on you to react. <laughs> and like, you were just frozen. Yeah. Like, it, I was recording. I was like, what? Did we lose connection, fellas? And I went to go play Kawhi Leonard's laugh. <laughs> and nothing worked. And I'm like, well, what the hell? So I went to go play a different soundbite. And I'm like, 
where did you guys go? <laughs> <laughs> so apparently we had one we had one Whitfield joke too many, one only fat reference too many, and you know it just it, it shut it down. Thanks a lot, Verizon. Oh, Fuck them. <laughs> what the just hell? Just went shit? dark on us. Yeah, yeah, they did. My, my, my jokes just said it just kind of fucked it up. Damn. Yeah, thanks a lot. Wow. Thanks. Did you, I bet you didn't even hear it either. No, I don't even know what the hell your joke was, other than the your unless you're talking about the Mets postseason. I heard oh. that. I heard, you were getting ready to play Let It Go, and I guess like, and I'm like, well, I guess we can call them the fantasy fat porn now. You know what I mean? Let's see. No, she didn't. That response. That you froze. There was nothing. Shannon was just sitting there waiting. It was like, oh, yeah. oh shit, I guess. I was waiting on Justin to well, come through. And Yeah, look, yeah. much like Carson Wentz at the end of almost every game. <laughs> Can't make that throw, bro. Can't make that throw, bro. And hey. you, you know, you know what's a shame about that is he had some nice moments in that game. And th- I think this is the thing that's uh, frustrating about Wentz is he has moments where you're like, all right, all right, this is cool, this is good. Like he had that 75 yard touchdown, Brown. Uh, by the way, De- excuse me, Deami Brown, nice, nice way to show up in that game, bro. Right. But he had that 75 yard touchdown, put him up 10-7. He had a 30 yard touchdown to go up 17 to 14, and then. Tannehill airs one out. Derrick Henry polishes off a drive with a touchdown. They're up 21 to 17. Washington has plenty of opportunities, man. It, uh, Wentz missed McLaurin in the end zone, but there was a defensive penalty on Tennessee. Gave Washington the ball at the goal line. Can they run it in? The answer is no. So then you end up on third and goal. Wentz's throw gets picked off and, you know, game over, yeah, like Sega used to say. So some of that, to me, is is the inability to run right it cost them and i don't know you know some of that's also going to be about the play calling but Wentz had nice my oh look this is the message i just got your internet connection is unstable i like that the no heck? shit yeah I, i've never seen that message <laughs> I've, 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 i have i have never seen that message pop up on this our shocked before. face yeah. Oh. yeah hey by the way before before we lose connection again kudos to brian robinson jr yes like seriously uh, it, it, all, all kidding aside, like, dude was carjacked, got shot, uh, made it back for his first NFL game. Uh, you know, that's the most important part of the whole thing, in my opinion. Uh, the fact that after the game that Derrick Henry swapped jerseys with him, uh, I thought was amazing because yeah, right. Derrick Henry is, to me. Oh, he's uh, legendary. He, he's legendary. Yeah. He's uh, he tied Earl Campbell for second most touchdowns in Titans history. I think uh, Eddie George leads that category, and he's pretty much right on his uh, toes at this point. Yeah, but yeah, Brian Robinson making his debut six weeks to the day mm-hmm. that he was shot twice in the right leg. Yeah, that's wild. It is wild. That's but wild. I, I thought that was a very awesome gesture. By the way, by, De- he, by Derrick Henry to do that. He finished with 22 yards on nine carries, and he was he was Washington's rushing uh, leading rusher. Come on, man. I mean, give give him the rock more. I mean, I, I get they're trying to ease him into it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
they're, they're trying to ease him into it. Quince should have made a better decision. Uh, yeah, he he. The problem is, is you they at linebackers drop into zone coverage, and he just looked at the receiver the entire way. That then mm-hmm. that's and the linebackers like, ooh, thank you, ooh, thanks, freebie. Yeah, I mean that's just I don't think that's the play call in that moment. And some of that is is going to be has to be on the offensive line, has to be in a run game, has to be. I mean, yeah, Wentz has to own that too. But some of this is about play calling and, and execution. Really do. You know, there's there's some good pieces there, and they're it's just they're, you're not getting the most out of it. No, no, no. I mean, here's the thing: keep this in context. All right, Eagles are five and zero, Cowboys are four and one, Giants are four and one, Washington's one and four. Okay, this is the fourth time in the eight division layout that at least three teams have won four of their first five games. Okay, that's significant, right? Even if you think the that the Giants are a fraud, uh, the Eagles are not. The Cowboys are leaning on their run and their defense, and they're finding ways to win. And the Giants, whether you like them or not, they're four and one, right? Feisty got fight in them. Washington not feisty, doesn't have enough fight in them. One and four. Okay, in 2020, when Ron Thos went under the bus and is talking about you know the quarterback and they haven't had what time or this or that, dude, in 2020. Week twelve, Washington was four and seven. The Giants were four and seven. The Eagles were three seven and one. The Cowboys were three and eight. Think about how different this division looks in twenty twenty two, week five. And you know who? You know who's still on the suck bus? Washington. You got to own that, bro. You're the head coach. You're the GM. You're the decision maker. Yep. I appreciate changing the culture. I appreciate all that. And I know that the curse of Dan Snyder looms large on this franchise. I understand that too. But don't lay it all on Wentz's feet if y'all put that man in bad positions. You knew what he was when y'all signed him, yep. right? You're going to get some of the good, and you're going to get some of the bad, <laughs> right? That's the Wentz roller coaster, man. Yep. You know, if you can't run the ball in short yardage situations, that's on you, dude. That's on you, man. Richard Sherman knows it. Russell Wilson knows it. Denver Broncos fans definitely know it. <laughs> well, I don't know if Russell Wilson knows it, but Richard Sherman and Broncos nah, you're fans right. Ru- sure Ru- know it. Ru- you know what? Uh, Russell Wilson is too busy living dangerously, eating shitty Subway subs. That's what he's doing. <laughs> I feel like if you're gonna do, if you're gonna pass that close to the end zone near the end of the game, ha- have a rollout and have flood the zone receivers. That way, he has multiple people he can look at, not just. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, Something. there's a guy right there. I'm going to lock onto him and Something. I'm going to throw it to him. Something. You got to do better. You got to have better play design than that. You got to have yeah. something other than that. It's just not enough. Not enough, dude. Um, side note, I will say I, I do work with some Vikings fans. And you know what I've, I've really enjoyed? And I said by really enjoyed, I mean not really uh, this past week is they like to uh, visit me and go, four and one. <laughs> and I'm like, it's still Kirk Cousins, bro. You almost lost to the Bears, man. Get out. Just wait. Get out of my face. But yeah, kudos to Kirk Cousins. I mean, he was, what, what did he start that game out with? Seventeen straight completions. Seventeen in a row. Ridiculous. Yeah. So, and they really held on. They held on to win that game. So, uh, kudos to the Bears for having some fight in them. Um, and the Vikings D really ended up sealing that win with a strip ball. Uh, I mean, with, technically, the Vikings were down in the fourth quarter because the Bears did take the lead. You're right. Uh, that right. strip, though, holy Ooh. shit, dude! Oh, that yeah. that was damn impressive. Did you see that? Did you see that hot, uh, the Fields touchdown late that got wiped out by that uh, blocking penalty? 
I missed yeah. that. I mean, it was it was before the, the Bears had the lead on a 51-yard field goal, but before that happened, Fields had this completely ridiculous touchdown run, and yep. it was such a shame that it got wiped out because if that, if that dude had just blocked okay, <laughs> like, Fields was gone. It was ridiculous. But uh, really, that game is, is about how the Vikings started and about how the Vikings finished, right? And so you do have to give Cousins some kudos because they had to grind out the end of that and find a way to win it, you know, and th- they did that. Well, so clearly they pulled Curtis side. It's like, don't worry, this isn't in prime time. Yeah, yeah it's not. It's not. Uh, Justin Jefferson, by the way, passed uh, Randy Moss during the first drive uh, to set a Vikings record for the most receptions in a player's first three seasons. That dude is ridiculous. Yeah. And this year, the way that the offense is built, oh, damn, that he is just blown up this year. Yeah. He only hit, what, 12 for a buck 54 in this game? Oh, nothing. That all. Yeah, pfft. No big deal. <laughs> that all. That all. No big deal. Dude, that, that kid. Oh. So good. I did want to say. So damn good. I did want to say, by the way, uh, uh, Taysom Hill, anybody that had him in fantasy, and I almost played him in DFS, and I was like, ah, it's Taysom Hill. Man, I wish I had done that. But anywho, uh, that Saints-Seahawks game's crazy. Look, Seattle's going to be in some wild games this year because that offense is productive. It's a shame that Penny got hurt. Um, I know Kenneth Walker the third popped off for a 69-yard touchdown run. But it, it looks like Seattle's just going to find themselves. Gronk approves. Huh? Gronk approves of that touchdown yes, run. Yes, he does. Uh, that's, a, that's a true story. Um, it just, you know, Seattle, it, it, they just have this feel of this team that you know, kind of like the Lions, except then the Lions got their got shellacked. But well, I guess it's Bill Belichick and, and the Patriots. D, I mean, you know, they're going to get you from time to time. Uh, but it feels like the Seahawks are going to have these entertaining games. And still, kudos to Geno. But there's one play in this game in particular, especially after the other week with the the reception. Like we're talking about completing, you know, catching the pass and completing the catch to the ground in the end zone. Um, how in the hell is it that in the third quarter, Dalton hits Olave in the end zone, that dude gets tackled, gets concussed, going to the ground, and the ball comes out, but it's ruled a touchdown? What, what? I had him on fantasy team, so that's why. I mean, how in the hell does this dude get knocked the F out, getting deboed to the ground? And I'm, I hope he's okay. All right, I'm not trying to make fun of the fact the dude got concussed. But how in the hell... How in the hell is making a catch, getting knocked the hell out in a tackle, and the ball comes out? How is that ruled a touchdown? Uh, I made the just, ruling myself. Just so. asking for a friend, man, because that's really bizarre. I'm trying to remember what they actually said about it, but basically, before the ball f- completely got fully jarred loose, the ball still crossed the p- barely crossed the it's like line. you cross a plane as it yeah. and as long as like the it's like the smallest minuscule crossing the line and it's a catch dude the other week the other week that packers wide receiver was it Dobbs? step step hand foot elbow ball comes out it's overturned well, that's some bullshit because that's got that guy's on my fantasy team. Right. Well, and like I said I for it, that man. week, because they initially <laughs> called it incomplete, I think that's why they. I'm left just it saying, there. like wow. th- this dude got knocked the f out. <laughs> he did not complete. He did not. They complete. probably felt bad. You for got him. knocked the fuck out, yeah, man. man. That's <laughs> Give me my. 
Damn but, money. But Taysom Hill, <laughs> he ran for a six, another Gronk approved, ran for a 69-yard touchdown on third and one to put the Saints up 39-32. Taysom Hill, by the way, okay, he is the third NFL player since 1970 to rush for 100 yards and three touchdowns while also passing for a score in a game. By chance, can you name one of the other two dudes? LT. LT absolutely is one of them. 2005. I'm trying to think. I, I think shit. Because they actually talked about it too. I was like, damn it. It's another running LT back. LT is the only one I can I'm think gonna, of. I'm gonna, it's I'm, it's I'm, another give, running back. It is another running back. I'm going to give you a hint. Miami. I'll even give you the year. 2008. Miami. Ronnie. Um, Ronnie Harmon. Oh, which is so you got the right first name, dude. Ronnie Brown. Ronnie Brown. Yeah. yeah. There, the thing is, there is a Ronnie. I knew it was Brown, Ronnie. Ronnie I can't remember his yeah. last name. Yeah, but yes, it is Ronnie Brown. Taysom yes. Hill also became the first Saint. I love this line. Became the first Saint since Archie Manning in 1977 to rush for three touchdowns and pass for one of the game. <laughs> I tell you, these people that dig up these stats, man, some of this stuff is so crazy. So crazy. So kudos to the Saints for pulling that out. But, yeah, Seattle, man, I just feel like Seattle's going to give us some entertaining, ridiculous games, dude, for damn sure. Unless they play sure. the 49ers, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, uh, uh, again, Kyler Murray, we talked a lot about the NFC East, and we need to start wrapping up and getting out of here because it's 210. So we're definitely on the yeah. back end here. Woo! Uh, but mm-hmm. Eagles 20, Cardinals 17. Uh, the Eagles are still the NFL's only undefeated team. Uh, fifth game in a row, obviously. A lot of grit and a, a, a little bit of good fortune along the way, for sure. But again, good teams find ways to win. Right? And they did. And mediocre or bad teams find ways to lose, which is what the Cardinals did. Because the Arizona had opportunities. Kyler Murray slid. Look, he went he, he went down a little short of the, of the first down, man. I'm not saying it's 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 tough, but there's a reason they they had they wanted that dude to do extra film study. There's a reason, y'all, and it's shit like this. He's he went down just short of that first down on the second down run, and then he spiked the ball on third down again. He thought he had a first. Yep. I get it, but all of a sudden, all of a sudden because he spiked the ball, bam, boom, you're forcing that field goal attempt, mm-hmm. and and look, this is not Justin Tucker, all right. Nope. Not Justin Tucker. Amadola's attempt, and he misses it. Wide right. Look, that's all well and good, but he looked like a very strong independent woman wearing that lime green suit he wore on Sunday. <laughs> that suit was ugly, bro. bro. That suit. That suit the Lucky ugly. Charms Leprechaun thought that suit was ugly. Nickelodeon called want the color of their slime back. Yeah, I, I I didn't realize they were bringing back Ecto Cooler, right? Was that his <laughs> was that his tribute to Slimer? What the hell? Bruh. What the hell was that? That suit was hideous. Karens everywhere thought that suit was hideous. Man, that's I mean, was was he wearing a Color Rush suit? <laughs> Just ask it. I need a drink with all that lime. Oh, that's true. Damn, yeah, that's that was, maybe true. that was his statement of where he wants to play next season. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, when you wear a suit like that, do I look like I give a fuck? Dilly 
that? No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> you, you look like... Never mind. As, as long as Kyler really keeps dressing like that, keep playing Fappy Bird on tablet while on the Fappy, sidelines. Oh, Fappy no. Bird. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Fair enough. Fappy Bird feels like a night in Bro. <laughs> Holy shit. I don't can somebody feel me. <laughs> breathe, Shannon. Breathe. <laughs> As they say, that's fucked up. <laughs> Happy bird. Happy <laughs> bird. <laughs> Jesus. Like it. Look, man. Somebody's five minutes alone. Mm -hmm. Seems like too much time, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh, man. Because how long it takes somebody to. Da 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 da. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> you had to know that was on that line of comments coming, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah. We may have That's gotten. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> to somebody. Not the fabby bird over there. But Anyway, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, kudos to the Ravens for holding on to a lead. By the way, again, kudos, they need to thank Justin Tucker uh, on that one. That dude is money. 17 for 17 in his career on attempts in the final minute of regulation. Yeah, golf Just, clap. Yeah, golf clap. Just ridiculous. And uh, I, I'm still, I still can't believe the Patriots blanked the damn Lions, man. That's just crazy to me. I mean, why I did the Lions go with the Whitfield offense? I mean, come on. <laughs> Showing up, the big I baby. I don't get it. The Lions' I, offense has been like just producing so well this been. season. Yeah, and so then, much, yeah, so much for that NFL leading Lions' offense, huh? Belichick, bro. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah exactly. I hear you. That's exactly what it is. Pitiful, absolutely pitiful. Belichick. I mean, what are you gonna do? So, well, I mean, <laughs> at this. <laughs> I mean, they're winning with a quarterback named Zappy, but we're friends with Fappy, but, yeah, you know. Fappy. <laughs> with, with Michael Myers' cousin, Jason Myers, I tell you what, touchdowns. That would be a better jersey, like, misspelled than that, the, the Bears equipment staff having David oh my God, Montgomery's name wrong. Montgomery. <laughs> I tell you what. If, you fuck that if up? Zappy rolls out next week with a Fappy jersey, we're immediately ordering it for Whitfield, and we're sending it direct. <laughs> We, we, we fappy bird. I, I think we there almost we have to order it regardless. We'll do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fapping thing, thing sucks. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> wait a second. Wait a second. They, they fapped to who? <laughs> they fapped the who? It's still real to me, damn it! Oh my 
on now. <laughs> That's what happens when you He's fat the so world. Real to me, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> hey, Shannon, at least she's not like busting out like JG oh. Wentworth over here, right? Oh, right. <laughs> Hey, hey, you know what? I, I want uh, the Rams to, to heed McVeigh's advice. And also, don't be the guy that takes a shit in the porta potties. All right? I, I I went in there. I about threw don't, up. All right? Don't be that guy. Don't be that but guy. But I like taking shit in the porta potties. <laughs> <laughs> mm hmm. Mm. Anyway. Don't. Oh! Don't worry, be fappy? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, wow. It like works. Song I wrote. You might want to sing it with my scrot. <laughs> Be fappy. fappy. <laughs> we have some trouble. Bruh. You make it double. Don't Be fappy. Lord have mercy. Oh, no! You said it again! Balls! We did it again! Oh, man. You gotta go, Brittany, on that. Oh, one. We gotta go. We gotta go. Fuck we gotta go. <laughs> Fuck them, anyway. <laughs> oh, my lord. Uh, side note, I, I do wanna say it's hilarious that there's a Giants player that got stuck over in London, by the way, after a passport issue. Uh, punter had Jamie Gillen, also known as the Scottish Hammer. He's expected to fly back tomorrow or on Thursday. Well, I guess later today at this point. Uh, they knew that he could have potential passport issues, but that's hilarious. How did he make it over in the first place? Well, they just knew he might have issues coming back. <laughs> that's never a good thing. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Speaking of coming back... Here's a little song I wrote. I want to sing it. I mean, I can understand if you're on the sports for drinking game, but damn. Be fappy. Oh, look at Shannon's face is priceless. Oh, man. Oh, Lord. I wasn't finished. That's what he oh, said. Fuck out my face with that shit. <laughs> that's right. Oh my god, who <laughs> the hell cares? Hopefully, that's not what she said. Great ass! Or what you don't want is this this to be the finale. In my opinion, that sucked. There you go. Oh, uh, what's in the box? N nobody. Don't worry. Be <laughs> fappy, sir. Yeah. <laughs> In every life we have some trouble But when you worry you make it double Don't worry Be, Be fappy. fappy That is terrible <laughs> That song is now tainted forever Well, now. yes, that is what happens That's what happens, yes <laughs> Anyway Wrap up always ends up with just stupidity and shenanigans, doesn't it? What? No matter what. What can I say except you're welcome for the tides, the sun, the sky. <laughs> Every time. Anyway, we are the Sports Brew. Keywords are sports and brew. You can find us on all kinds of sites. Uh, hopefully you enjoy beers, you have fun with our stupidity and our shenanigans. 
Lord knows we do. <laughs> I would imagine it shows <laughs> quite well. Because <laughs> we're both showers and growers. <laughs> other than Whitfield, who's a no shower. Oh, no. pepper till the end <laughs> the burn is real well that is what she said <laughs> oh god oh, no. sorry Whitfield oh, no. <laughs> anyway let's get out of here before we do any more damage to this poor guy oh, we love you bro two weeks in a row write oh, it down let's go Yeah. Anyway, keywords support your brew, Spotify, Amazon, Home Feed on Podbean, all kinds of places, man. LiveSportsCaster.com. However you like to stream it, man. Apple Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, whatever, man. We're all over the place, bro. Uh, thanks for putting up with our crap. Here's to a great weekend of football. Lord, God bless. I don't know if this episode will be up before this craptacular Commanders-Bears Thursday night football game. I hope it's better than last Thursday night's game, but I have zero expectations. It's going to be enjoyable. And Shannon, I think you're right. Take the under. Wait, we got a call from a guy named Peter. He has a he has thoughts on this and game. When, and when I say take the under, I mean underwhelming. Take that. Oh my mm. God! Who the hell cares? There you go. Anyway, you go. from all of us to all of you, enjoy the football. Have a great weekend. Whether it's college, whether it's pro. Uh, look, hockey's back. You got, you know, baseball playoffs. There's a ton of good stuff going on. So find something that you can enjoy. All right, enjoy that. Tell me how my ass tastes. Not like that. Okay, no. <laughs> not, not not like that. But have a great weekend. We'll catch you on the flip side. And here's to some here's to some more shenanigans next week, fellas. All right, Randy, Shannon, as always, I appreciate you guys. Thanks for showing it up. Good time as always. I got a couple of drinks to finish before I can crash out for the night. Good luck this weekend, McCollum. Don't screw it up. Oh, my God. Oh, that's right. We got to raise the glass. Uh, McCollum's getting married this weekend. Hell, yeah. Bro, just remember, once you're married, you got to keep your dick in your pants for everybody other than your wife. I'm just saying. <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> not not schlong. Not or, wrong. <laughs> or as the Targaryens, if you can't keep it in your pants, keep it in the family. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Wow. Damn. Wow. Holy shit. That's incredible. House and a dragon, bro. Woo. Oh, I know that. Jesus. <laughs> Shannon. God bless. Eat shit, dwarf. Harsh. I know. Right? No. But, but, look, look, all kidding aside, looking forward to the wedding. Hopefully, it's a great time. Hopefully, it's a great ceremony. And I hope you two enjoy your day enjoy your evening and um god bless and great wishes from your friends at the sports brew yes sir we'll have fun hanging out but here's to uh 
a great ceremony, great service, great honeymoon, and everything else wrapped up into it. Uh, life's a fantastic journey, and it is a much better ride when you've got an excellent partner. Really is, man. Really is. So God bless. Good luck. Take care of each other. And um, if all else fails, I guess you can, you know, if it if you take a wrong turn somewhere and you end up on OnlyFap or OnlyFan or whatever Whitfield's channel is, you're doing it wrong. Just letting you know. <laughs> From all of us to all of you. <laughs> Great advice, know. just is always yeah, Justin. <laughs> Spot on, bruh. Don't worry. <laughs> Be fappy. <laughs> Except on your wedding night, Chris. If you're fappy on your wedding night, doing it wrong. Uh, no, okay. can't do it. You gotta do it live. You gotta do it live. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I can all write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> no, man. Uh, raising a glass to you guys. Here, again, here's to a great weekend. Looking forward to it. And guys, we got to roll out. But um, good luck, Chris. Good luck, man. Yeah. All right. Looking forward to seeing you guys. Here's to an happy for you, buddy. Happy for you. Make it excellent, man. And uh, we'll raise a glass in your honor. Um, and well wishes and lots of love from your friends at the Sports Brew. Don't mind all the stupidity. We want the best for you guys. Seriously, yeah. All right. Indeed. Put put your best into it and get your best out of it. That's how it works. All right, gents, go get some rest. We'll catch you on the flip side. From all of us, for all of you, good night now. Peace. Late.